asshole. You're kidding. Just one shot? They're not all zombies, Doug. How do you fight this thing? Maybe we could drown it in A1 sauce. Well, sometimes that is better. The person you put up there ain't the person that comes back. It's dead song to get down with. About six feet under. Get dead. Ooh, I love this song. And now we come to the thrilling final episode of our radio drama. Hello and welcome everyone to another episode of the Rotten Views Podcast. On today's episode of the podcast, we are sitting down to watch uh, the 1989 horror movie directed by Stan Winston, uh, Pumpkinhead. It's got a 6.2 out of 10, uh, and it's got a 4.6 out of 5 on Amazon.ca, and 65% on Rotten Tomatoes. After his son dies in a hit-and-run accident, Lance Hendrickson's character, uh, Ed Harley, seeks revenge against teenagers responsible with the help of a local witch ed summons a vengeful demon pumpkin head to hunt and kill the group of friends but when ed discovers a bond between him and the creature he begins to have second thoughts about empty or employing the vicious monster he fights to end pumpkin head's murderous rampage before it's too late afraid raising the dead ain't within my power Be all right. Should I be afraid? It's coming! <laughs> Looking for an old woman. She lives somewhere in the mountains hereabouts. All she can do is take you straight to hell. You go home and you bury your boy. Some folks will say is how she's got powers. Who are you? Kid Harley. What do you want, Ed Harley? Sad. You're looking for vengeance. Vengeance. Sad. There's no graveyard way back deep in them woods. The thing you're looking for is in there. It was an accident. movie just could put that out there right now uh it's not a perfect movie by any means but it's definitely going to be one of the higher up movies on my scale my rating system just because i do think it's an actually a really good movie um uh, it's got a great character design of course so that's always a big plus in my mind and it just plays out really nice and it looks really nice even though it's dark and gloomy and the copy that i watched was like a vhs copy so it wasn't that great um it was a little bit grainy, but I think the graininess actually adds to the effect of the movie, which just makes it a little bit more enjoyable. Because watching like a movie that looks like it's on VHS tape, to me, is just a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, the movie gets right into the intro credits. Uh, everything starts popping up, and 
still in this like fiery font which very simple but very effective nonetheless for an 80s or late 80s horror movie um i think it was like came out in january like 1989 so it was uh late 80s but at the very beginning of the year there then it pops up saying 1956 it's a uh, nighttime and we're seeing an old farm and a father is getting his uh shotgun ready and the son's uh, getting ready to go to bed so he's praying you know praying to god that nothing happens to his mom dad and everything else uh the dad is going outside with his gun uh wasn't really sure where he was going first it's been a while since i watched me but he was just going out to the truck to grab some things or maybe some ammo i'm not too sure but then he goes and puts a horse in the barn and then comes back inside and boards up the the front door uh the mom asks the husband if uh she should be afraid which is always a good question you want to ask yourself in a horror movie when it's certain get windy and it's already dark out should i be afraid probably yeah you probably should um then we see someone running through the woods uh scared as they uh as the farmers uh they sit in front of their fire relaxing well not really relaxing but they're in front of the fire as their child's trying to sleep uh the man then runs into a court field and gets scared by a scarecrow and then he trips and falls and something grabs him by the back of the leg and he starts screaming as he starts to uh crawl away uh, it's clearly the pumpkin head but you don't really know that. You don't know what the pumpkin head looks like uh, initially yet, unless you've seen the cover of the uh, VHS tape. So uh, then the guy makes his way to the farmhouse and he's banging on the door. He knows the, the family that lives inside. It's uh, I believe his name's Tom that lives inside. He's banging Tom f to let him in. Uh, before the creature gets him and then tom gets up and goes to the door and pretty much tells him if he doesn't get away from his door and his family is gonna take a shotgun and shoot for the door and then the guy outside is just pleading um how he didn't kill the girl and tom's just like i don't know anything about it don't involve me i don't want to be involved i don't want to die too uh it's your own fault for killing the girl because um the way pumpkin head works it's pretty much a life for a life so if you kill someone's loved one if that loved one um wants to invoke revenge and for their fallen loved one they can do this like ritual a witch and the demon comes alive anyways the man starts to hobble away as the creature gets closer and closer he falls down this like this deep ditch and then pumpkin head uh, grabs him and starts to like throw him around like uh the hulk does to loki and i think the original avengers movie uh then we see a little boy from the the farmer's house who's supposed to be sleeping he's actually looking out the window though and he's watching he sees like this big silhouette of pumpkin head holding the the guy who is just knocking on the door pleading for help and then uh we see pumpkin head kill the man and then the little boy grows up to be lance hendrickson um i'm just gonna call Lance because that's you know his real name and I don't care about the Ed Harley thing uh, he's on his farm working as his son's playing with the dog the family dog named Gypsy which is kind of funny because I have a cat named Gypsy uh, there's a rescue cat so uh, go us then they start having this like bonding moment over washing their hands uh, a bucket that's outside and then the dad's like so the last one in the house gets the honor of cleaning the dishes uh, comes to find out the dog's the last one in the house so uh, hope you didn't like your dishes because they're probably all going to be broken we then see the little boy uh, Ben I believe is feeding the dog from the table and his dad's like don't do that the boy, he's hungry he's like I don't care don't feed him from the table go put in his bowl then and then the little boy goes off and he goes to grab something and come to find out he made a present for his father and it's this weird looking necklace that kind of looks like a voodoo necklace of some sort uh it's just a necklace with rope and then it's got like this clay figure uh of a human statue i'm sure i'm assuming is supposed to be representative of the boy is made into it and then we see the the group of i don't know if they're supposed to be teenagers or young adults uh driving down the road there's a couple of them in the truck hauling a trailer of dirt bikes 
motorbikes and then the other, there's another couple and a trailing car and the guy in the car is a complete douche so uh yeah he's a douche i'm just that's probably gonna be why i call him most times when i'm talking about him as a douche uh if you get offended by that i am sorry but yeah, they're on their little road trip, I guess, to go dirt biking or... Uh, oh yeah, they're on the way to a cabin. And then they just decide to stop and do some dirt biking as well. Uh, then we see Lance and his son uh, showing up to this little family store that's on the side of the road. Uh, they are setting up and getting it open because apparently they open and run the store every single day. It's just this little like pop-up uh, convenience store, I guess. And then we just cut to like various montages of them setting up. Um, the little boys watering the plants and they waters Lance and then Lance does it back to him. And then we see the kids all speeding because they don't follow the laws on the road at all. And they're just assholes because, you know, I'm going to call them kids because I feel like they're supposed to be like young adults. But I really don't know. Uh, then the the group of kids there see this guy walking on the side of the road and one of them uh, goes on about how he heard a story about I believe it was this guy who killed his wife and then chopped her up into a stewed eater so he could hide all the evidence and he's saying that because this creepy guy that's walking down the side of the road he looks like a hunter of some sort or maybe he's just picking up roadkill to eat I don't know it's one of the two it's pretty sure he's got a dead animal over his shoulder and then they all make it to the the little store and the guy decides to be a straight up douche and makes fun of the little boy's glasses he's like oh look of the coke bottles on you yeah that's what you want to say to a little kid you fucking asshole but one of the girls uh that are with the group gets really pissed off at him and calls him a, a straight up asshole uh, so she decides to stay with her boyfriend to play with the little boy and his dog because uh, he's not they're not straight up assholes they're not idiots they're, they're nice good people uh, then we, the douche character himself goes to get his dirt bike off of the trailer to go fuck around in a field that's behind the convenience store which I don't think you can just do that you know, you know take your bike off and fuck off in someone's field but uh, I guess it's definitely a different time so it probably was a little bit more lenient than it is nowadays nowadays it'd be trespassing and someone probably shoot you on sight but uh you know it is what it is then there's a hillbilly family of inbreds uh, i'm gonna assume they're inbreds um they come down on their big ls flatbed truck uh, to get some supplies they clearly haven't washed their clothes in a couple months. Uh, it's uh, Grandpa Wallace and his whole little little inbred clan. We're going to call them inbreds because I'm pretty sure they are. But if they're not, then they're not. So uh, sue me. Don't actually sue me. I'm just kidding. I'm, I don't want to be sued. Please don't. You know, don't. Then one of the kids from the the clan there. Uh, I know I'm saying clan. I'm not talking the KKK clan. I'm just talking about like this hillbilly clan that lives in the woods. Uh probably don't see anyone else other than their family members uh other than you know the lance in his little convenience store probably once every couple months uh because other than that i'm sure they're probably just taking roadkill to eat anyways one of the kids there takes uh is it ben or billy's little ball anyways it takes a little lance's son's little ball that he's playing with his dog and then um what some of the older kids or i think the main older kid uh, starts telling the story about uh, pumpkin head and how he comes to torment bad kids and he like sucks the brain out of the kid's head and kills them because you know that's a good tale that we want to tell our kids as they're telling the pumpkin head tale outside lance starts getting flashbacks to when he saw uh pumpkin head as a kid he's he wasn't believing it he didn't think it was real but he, he still thinks about it every now and then he kind of wonders what he did actually see uh then lance tells his son to bring the dog inside because he's not comfortable with them being outside um yeah it's it's billy it's the the son's name i uh, tells billy to stay inside because he has to run back home because he forgot mr wallace's feed and mr wallace is not happy he wants it now pretty much he wants it pretty much before nighttime then we see the douche and his uh younger brother out on their dirt bikes um 
right behind the little store, which I don't, like I said, I don't know why they're doing it pretty much right behind the store, but, you know, I guess you're going to be an asshole, you're going to be an asshole, right? Uh, while Billy's in the store with Gypsy, the dog, uh, Gypsy actually runs outside, so Billy takes off after her. She's barking and running after the dirt bikes, which is going to cause the first accident in the movie. Uh, the douche guy comes off the ramp. Uh, his brother came off first and wiped out because he was avoiding Billy, but the douche comes off the ramp and literally runs Billy right over and doesn't give two shits about it. He's like, oh, he's, he, he was in the way. I didn't see him. I'm going to pick up my dirt bike now. I'm going to put it back on the trailer and I'm going to get the hell out of here because I've been drinking and I don't want the cops to show up. It's essentially what it is because he doesn't want to get in trouble. Uh, they're trying to make him stay, but he's clearly not having it. He gets his dirt bike on the trailer and literally on his way to his car because he's the one that was falling behind with the car. Literally pushes over his girlfriend and tells her to get in the car. He's all, he's a, he's a straight up asshole. Um, the other friends are all looking after Billy as he's laying on the ground and the brother of the douche head there tells them all to go back to the cabin to call for help um, because inside the convenience store there's no phone to call for help at all and the brother says he'll stay with Billy until you know help arrives. Uh, Lance finally makes it back and sees that Billy's not inside the store so he goes outside looking around. That's when he notices the other brother and their dog Gypsy out in the field so he goes out and as he gets closer and closer he starts to run and he just sees Billy's uh, dead body on the floor on the ground but actually he's not dead yet. He's still alive for a little bit so uh, Lance Lance gets uh, his Billy's glasses back and puts them back on his like lifeless body. He starts carrying away, and then the younger brother there asks if he can do anything to help. How it was an accident, and Lance just literally turns around like he's going to shank the guy right there on spot and not have any worries about it. Which rightfully so, he did just you know find his son lifeless on the ground with uh, no explanation to it whatsoever. Uh, then the other kids make it to the cabin, and the douche has his car already outside the cabin. He's already been there, or he's already at the cabin. And, uh, you know, being the straight nice guy that he is, uh, neither one of them, him or his girlfriend, decide to call for help because they didn't want to get him in trouble. So one of the other friends goes to call for help. That's when he literally rips the phone line out of the wall. You know, doesn't gently unplug it. He literally rips it right out of the goddamn wall because he's a straight-up asshole. We also find out the douche's uh, name is... Joel because we don't really care uh, but the reason why he's freaking out he's on probation because he, he just had an accident not too long ago and he doesn't want to get the cops involved because he doesn't want to get you know as he claims fried in jail and then uh, Joel takes the other set of keys from the truck as well from one of the girls and then um, the other guy punches Joel and gets knocked down the ground and he takes the keys back to go get help and that's when Joel gets back up and literally smashes him in the back of the head with a piece of firewood we then see Billy and Lance back at home uh, Lance grabs a wet cloth to clean up Billy and hopes that he'll wake up and I believe Billy says at this point he just says daddy and then he just goes lifeless again and uh, Lance pulls him closer and starts hugging his son and you know he's doing everything you can tell definitely by the expression on his face not to cry and break down we then see the other brother pulling up to the cabin on his dirt bike and we then see the other guy and girl that were trying to get help the whole time are now locked and barricaded inside of a random closet inside of the cabin because Joel is this worried about them getting the cops involved. We then see Lance in his truck showing up to uh, Mr. Wallace's home. 
We then see uh, Lance is dropping off the feed that he owes um, Mr. Wallace because of the whole incident. He didn't make it out sooner. And then Mr. Wallace uh, goes to pay as the grandsons are loading the truck. But uh, Lance just tells him to keep the money because he's in search of uh, a lady who lives in the woods because he heard of magical powers and bringing back the dead or something along those lines. Um, Wallace tells him to pretty much keep his money or take the money and that he doesn't know the witch at all. And pretty much just go home, bury your son, and just forget about don't don't try to find the witch at all and that's when uh, Lance also shows him the dead body of Billy inside the front seat of the truck and is wrapped underneath a, a blanket but Lance keeps going on about how the old lady in the woods is the only person who can help him and then Wallace pretty much says the only thing that can help you is actually just to go home bury your son because all she'll do is get you a, a straight pass to hell. Then on the way out of the farm, uh, the grandson of Mr. Wallace slaps Lance and says he knows the lady he's looking for. And she lives on, I believe it's Blackridge. Her name is like Hagris or something, or Hagness. Uh, Lance tells the boy to get in the back because he's going to show him the way. And he takes him for the most part. And then he starts yelling, you know, this is where I'm getting out because I'm not going anywhere near her at all. Lance makes it up to the ridge and uh, he starts to carry Billy's dead body through the swampy area to the old lady's house. Uh, essentially is a witch's hut inside you know there's a bunch of rats and there's even a pet owl or maybe the owl is just hanging out inside the raptors i don't really know on that one uh, we then see the old lady in front of her fire and she's asking who he is and uh, she then tells him raising the dead isn't part of her power he already knew, knew what he wanted all to begin with uh, he sets billy down and puts a bunch of coins or gold into like this goblet and he's like this is all i got to offer uh, she says then like no nah, there's nothing i can do for your son billy though she uh, tells him she then keeps telling Lance to tell her what he really wants. What he really wants is vengeance for his son dying, but he doesn't really want to actually say that. He then tells her he heard a story if, of her being able to bring something alive again and avenge those who have taken the lives of other loved ones. That's when he's starting to mention about Punkhead. Uh, she then tells him to go to uh, Razorback Graveyard that he needs to take a shovel and to dig up an item in the graveyard and that he'll know the item when he sees it. Uh, we then see a shot of Lance walking through this graveyard and then there's like turkey vultures and like dead bodies up on higher ground like just skeletons and he's walking through farther and farther and the fog's coming in more and then it actually turns into like this rotting pumpkin field and then there's this part of ground that goes up a little bit higher and we can clearly tell that's where he has to dig and he starts digging and then he digs up this um old decaying corpse of someone or maybe something we then cut back to the cabin where the other brother is willing to take the heat with the cops for uh, Joel because he doesn't want Joel to get any trouble. And then Joel the whole time is sitting at like the front window with the gun loaded and ready to pretty much, I don't know, shoot anyone that comes in, I guess. I don't know why he's got a gun. It doesn't make sense. Lance makes it back to the witch's home and with the decaying small body of Pumpkinhead. Uh, they call him vengeance and then uh, she asks for Lance's hand and literally cuts his hand to drip some blood in the mixing bowl. And then she also cuts Billy hand, Billy's hand as well to put some of his blood in there as well. She then drips some of the stuff on the punk head and we see him starting to smoke a bit. He's slowly coming to life. Uh, this is the bond between Lance and him we see for the very first time because Lance's body starts freaking out. And actually I think he passes out at one point uh, as Pumpkinhead is coming to life. He wakes back up from being passed out and the old lady just tells him, You can go home now because it's all begun now. On the drive back home, though, he starts, like, falling asleep or having some issues. Almost runs into a car, and then he pulls his truck off on the side of the road. That's when... 
Billy pops up and is like, what did you do, Daddy? But he's actually just imagining it because Billy is actually still dead. The witch didn't do anything to help him. We then see Lance is burying his son Billy right beside the gravestone of his wife. And he tells her that he's going to make them all pay for what they have done to their little boy. Uh, then one of the girls is leaving the house and the nice brother Steve goes after her. Uh, the stopper because uh, he doesn't want her like randomly leaving off in the woods and that's when we see Pumpkinhead watching from the trees and then Pumpkinhead grabs Steve by like the back of the neck and the throat and literally gets ready to kill him that's when we also see Lance is having issues with Stan because he's it almost seems like Pumpkinhead is feeding off of the energy of Lance to keep him going uh, then Joe goes out goes on about how his life has always uh, been a fuck up and this and that and he's never been able to do anything good so that's when he decides to let the other two friends out of the closet and and then the girl runs in and saying that Steve's been killed by something and they're kind of confused what's going on so there are two guys uh, Joel I don't know yeah Joel and what's his face that was stuck in the closet they go outside to uh, try and find Steve because they're all worried about him um, but they're not gonna be able to find him in the woods in the dark that's just not gonna work is it dark time yet Maybe it's not dark time yet. I can't remember. Uh, but then we see Lance. He's back at home washing up and getting ready to have a drink. Because, you know, he's had a hard day. He had to bury his son. Um, so it's rightfully understandable. We then see a shot of all the girls just sitting in the cabin. And that's when they none of them notice that Pumpkinhead actually walks by the back window all behind them. Um, then the guys are walking in the woods and they see some bloody clothes. So they start heading back to the cabin. Uh, when they run into the front of the cabin door, uh, one of the girls almost takes a meat cleaver to the guy's head. Because she's got it ready right above her head to hit anything that comes through that door and then it's maggie uh runs out of the house again and you see steve's dead body get dropped right in front of her and then one of the other girls um actually grabs uh gets grabbed i think it's actually maggie gets grabbed and pulled over the roof of the house and we see pumpkin face just carving up her face a little bit with his long ass claws and lance is also having you know a hard time keeping it all together lance is then seen driving back to the witch's house to th and she tells him in all time this will all pass just you gotta pretty much much ride out the waves uh, he wants it to stop because he d doesn't want to see them die anymore he doesn't want to have the bond between him and Pumpkinhead. and she's like well you're shit out of luck because you gotta go through with it now because it's already be begun the only way you're gonna kill the bond is if you kill yourself we then see Pumpkinhead using maggie's head uh to push up against the cabin window in the kitchen it's kind of like playing a little peekaboo kind of game with him with her uh somewhat dead body it seems like she's still kind of alive uh, she's not going to be for two seconds though because uh, he then pushes her head and body right through the, the glass all together. Uh, Joe then grabs this machete that was sitting on the countertop the whole time and runs outside yelling about how he's the one Pumpkinhead wants because he's the one that killed the boy or they think killed the boy because they're not 100% sure. Uh, he then goes back inside and has this face-to-face -face moment with Pumpkinhead as he's coming around the corner. Uh, he tries to stab Pumpkinhead uh, but Pumpkinhead knocks him to the ground and then drags off his girlfriend which is not which really pisses off Joe. I believe her name was Kim and then we see Pumpkinhead outside up on top of a tree holding Kim by her throat and he literally just lets her go and she falls down and like goes spine across a big giant rock. Lance then makes his way back into their cabin and starts looking around and sees Steve's dead body and he's really starting to realize how badly of a fuck up job he's done all for the revenge of his son which you know sometimes we do things in the moment that uh, we regret afterwards but you know it happens uh, the three remaining kids are left running through the woods um, it's at night looking for help um, they go up to this, this one building and start knocking and old lady looks out but doesn't do anything to help they're actually at Mr. Wallace's little hillbilly settlement now and uh, they try to steal a truck but one of the people that live in the settlement come out and have a gun 
point at them pretty much saying you know stop what you're doing just get away from here get away from my family because we don't want to have anything to do with the creature and we just want to be left alone uh the guy also mentions to them that he can't help them at all because they've been marked and they're like well what do you mean mark and that's when the guy actually starts running because pumpkin head shows up behind them uh, then Lance shows up and starts uh, shooting Punkhead and, and drops him with the gun in the gut. And then Joel goes over to him and kicks him a little bit and says, yeah, he's dead, and shoots him again. But then Pumpkinhead actually comes alive and grabs his leg and drops him to the ground. We see uh, Lance trying to, you know, get control because he can feel Pumpkinhead come back alive. And then this random dog from the settlement, or maybe a wolf, uh, bites Lance's arm. And that we see, then we see uh, Pumpkinhead... Uh, also feeling the effects of the arm being bitten as well and we're now per essentially replaying the scene that we saw at the beginning of the movie with the guy banging on their door now it's the three kids that are left surviving banging on you know mr wallace's door to try and get any kind of help but that's not going to help them at all we then see the grandson bud who's getting dressed and the sister inside the room is like what are you doing he's like well i'm gonna go out and see if i can help these people and i also want to see if pumpkin head is real so i'm gonna do two things with one two things at once i guess is the proper way of saying that but i could see uh, people's attention by flashing a flashlight at them and the two of them start freaking out asking why no one else is helping them he then tells Tells him uh, he knows a place that may be safe for them to hide. We then see the also when Pumpkinhead comes back alive, he actually takes um, Joel's gun and actually uh, pushes it into Joel and pretty much makes him into like a shish kebab, uh, which I thought was really interesting. Kills you know a different way for a gun to kill someone essentially. Um, we then see Lance later on pulling the gun out of the lifeless body of Joel. Uh, no great loss though because he was a piece of shit he tried to make a comeback but he was a piece of shit and let's just leave it at that then we see the grandson taking the other two that are alive to what's left of this old broken down church it might have caught fire i'm not too sure but there's not really much to it there's no roof whatsoever there's just kind of some small walls that are remaining and uh the grandson thinks that Pumpkinhead won't come in to attack them there because it's a holy place and Pumpkinhead is a demon. So they're hoping that there's a little bit of holiness left in the ground to hold back Pumpkinhead. That's when uh, Bud tells them the legend of Pumpkinhead uh, for them um, that, you know, it's pretty much a life for a life. You know, if you unrightfully kill someone, the family member can make a pact with the witch or a trade with the witch to avenge Pumpkinhead to, you know, get your vengeance. Then the wind starts to pick up and we see Pumpkinhead appearing at the doorway of the church uh, and he slowly starts to walk in. So clearly the church is not holy enough because it's not affecting them at all. Uh, they dip out the back door and start running off. Uh, they actually run into Lance and Lance is like, you know, get in, get in my truck and we're going to head back to my, my farm my barn and we're going to set up a weapon of some sort to uh, kill this creature uh pumpkinhead keeps walking through the bar the uh, church actually though and he actually goes up to the last remaining cross that's on there and just literally starts beating the crap out and destroying the cross uh, at this point though we also see lance he goes to mr wallace's house first i think before picking up the kids or running into the kids and he's banging on mr wallace's house door and he's like you know we gotta work together we gotta kill this creature you know i did some wrong things and i don't want to see the rest of these people die i just want I want revenge at the moment but now that I see what's happening I won't want to stop it and then one of the people that live with Mr. Wallace comes out and they pretty much just tell Lance to go away because they don't want to have anything to do with it. Uh, they're just trying to keep their hands clean so Pumpkinhead doesn't come after them as well. We then see them all heading back to the cabin at this point in time. Um, actually, yeah, they're heading to the cabin where the kids were actually staying the first time because uh, the other guy's like, well, let's go there where the vehicles are. So I kind of jumped ahead. They haven't ran into Lance again yet. Um, but yeah, they get back to where all the vehicles are and the cars are actually flipped over and there's just one dirt bike left up against a 
a tree so the other guy decides to get on it to go get help and that's when Pumpkinhead shows up and literally throws him and the bike into like another tree I believe and pretty much knocks the guy out uh, then the bud and the girl take off into the woods and that's when they then run into Lance and Lance Lance takes them in their tr- his truck back to his barn so that they can figure out a plan or make it some kind of weapon to try and destroy Pumpkinhead. That's when we then see Pumpkinhead dragging the other guy through the woods by his ankle and pretty much just like scraping his face on every every little stump and tree branch that's on the ground. We then see Lance making some sort of weapon which actually turns out to be a flamethrower which I thought was really good um, and then the girl goes on on about telling him how you know everything was just an accident she didn't mean for anything to happen to Lance's son and that's when Lance turns on the flamethrower and he's then tells uh he's going to send Pumpkinhead back to hell or wherever he has come from we then see uh, Pumpkinhead break down Lance's door as he's dragging the other friend's body and Lance starts freaking out in the barn because uh Pumpkinhead's close Pumpkinhead actually breaks in the the house door because that's where um Bud and Gypsy the dog are and the girl is in the barn with him because Bud's sitting on the little boy's bed, you know, looking at pictures of him and just, you know, trying to me- remember him. Because you maybe were friends, kind of, slightly, maybe friends. I don't know. Bud's hiding inside a closet, though, to try and avoid Pumpkinhead. But uh, he gets caught anyways because Pumpkinhead, I don't know if he can smell him or whatnot. But then we see a shot of Lance coming back. He's looking back at the girl and his eyes have changed. They're... Uh, the Pumpkinhead eyes eyes now and we can see that you know Pumpkinhead's getting like a stronger stronger grasp on him and then Lance starts to leave the barn and with the flamethrower on his back and he actually gets a pitchfork right in the shoulder and we can see that uh, Pumpkinhead is feeling the pain from that as well so Lance is starting to clue in a little bit more as to what's going on uh, Lance drops the flamethrower so he can get the pitchfork out of his arm and then um he heads to his truck after getting the pitchfork out of his arm and the girl then picks up the flamethrower and starts to burn Pumpkinhead but pr- Pumpkinhead pretty much just walks off because he's a demon so apparently fire does not affect him at all. Then Lance grabs this uh, little handgun out of his glove box and shoots himself in the head to kill Pumpkinhead. Uh, then Pumpkinhead comes back to life though as Bud is um, walking by him because they thought he was dead. Um, he grabs Bud by the leg and um, we see Lance slowly trying to grab for the gun because essentially Lance is trying to grab for the gun because he knows he's not dead yet which activates Pumpkinhead's arm which actually grabs Bud's leg because Bud was the closest thing to it but then the girl grabs the gun and Lance just keeps asking her to uh, kill him and he slowly gets back up and so does Pumpkinhead and then she shoots him three times in like the stomach maybe and that kills him and Pumpkinhead which ends the legend of the Pumpkinhead then we see uh, Pumpkinhead's uh, lifeless little dead body because now he's like shrunk back um no actually i'm jumping ahead again we actually see pumpkin's head's body on the, the ground outside the barn where everyone else is it literally just sets on fire and we don't know if it's like burn away to ashes but then we see another shot of the lady uh she's getting ready to bury the body of pumpkin head and it's, it's a lot smaller now i believe um but yeah once she's got it into the ground where the gravesite was at i think razorback ridge or whatever uh we see the dirt coming in on the the grave site area and we can see that the skeleton of Pumpkinhead actually is wearing the necklace that uh, Billy made for Lance so essentially it looks like uh, Lance has become the new Pumpkinhead so every time uh, someone makes a death for death ritual or deal the person who made that deal then becomes the Pumpkinhead maybe I'm not really too sure um, but that's kind of the, the thought I got from that yeah and then the end credits roll and that's the end of the movie all in all I think this is a really good movie um, 
it's really late at night, so I know I've, I messed up my words a few times. Uh, I jumped ahead of the things because I don't want it to be too long. I was watching the timer as well. Um, we like to try to keep the episodes a little bit shorter. It makes it a little bit easier for you guys to listen to. It makes it a little bit uh, easier to get through all the episodes and get caught up on everything. Because this is episode 59, I believe. Um, definitely a good movie. I definitely highly recommend it. It's got a great, great character design. I love Pumpkinhead. Uh, just, he looks so cool and looks so menacing. Uh, we're going to watch the other movie. I believe there's four in the series now um, but yeah we will visit the other ones at some point on the rotten scale though for this movie I definitely give it a solid I'm going to go 8 out of 10 because I do enjoy it a lot I think it's well played out well shot it's got a nice grainy look to it and dark atmosphere uh, and great makeup and special effects so definitely highly recommend checking it out um, but yeah so for the next movie we're going to watch we're going to watch from 1996 we're going to watch The Frighteners that should be a good one. It's been a while since I watched that one as well, so I'm, I'm enjoying going back to revisit these movies I haven't seen for a while, and hopefully you guys will enjoy it as well. As always, if you want to keep in touch with me, just use the hashtag Rotten Reviews Podcast, uh, suggest a movie to me, or just say hi, and we'll chit-chat. I'm always willing to uh, connect with the fans and the community and just make one good old big community. Um, as always, you can follow me on all social medias, at Typhonstein. Links will be all down in the uh, bio below as well. Um, yeah, Got new artwork coming out pretty much daily. Got some new art videos, gaming videos, and uh, got, got a bunch of other stuff planned. So, yeah, until next time, I'll talk to you guys all later. Peace. Thank you.